And for further analysis on those market moves, I'm joined by Robert Tal from Sassman Securities. Rob, good afternoon. Always a pleasure catching up with you. Thank you. Good to be here. All right, Rob, let's talk about, you know, just general market movements. Um, it's a bit of a weird time, isn't it? Um, <laughs> we don't really know what markets are, are doing. And what are investors trying to uh, find footing about? Well, I think at the moment, uh, especially in the States, good news is bad news for markets, where it shows that uh, economies are stronger than people expected, and therefore inflation is staying a little bit higher. Um, so in the short term, you're starting to see a little bit of profit taking come in from the rally that happened in uh, January uh, for most of the beginning of the year. And so some, some money's coming off the table there. But I think really what you have to do in a long-term investing portfolio is keep buying quality companies that have got good cash flow and uh, good free cash flow. So I think that's what you need to be looking at uh, going forward and companies that can you know, trade through the cycle. Now, Rob, we do have jobs data coming out of South Africa um, today. Does this tend to do anything to the markets? Are investors interested in this number? Does it give any you know, indication of upside gains, anything really for markets? Yeah, our employment data is very poor at the moment and with the load shedding, mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see if that's dipped further. Mm -hmm. As small companies have to close down, they can't keep uh, keep running generators, etc. So it'll be interesting to see what's happened with uh, with load shedding due with our with our job data. Um, you know, we need really big movements in in uh, South Africa on an industrial scale to get our unemployment down. So I think it won't move markets as such unless it's a really really bad figure. People are expecting poor numbers from our employment data, but any uptick is is taken and welcomed. Uh, but we really need big uh, investment from government to get uh, unemployment down in South Africa. All right, um, Rob, let's talk now um, about WBHO. Definitely having a better time than their counterparts, Marianne Roberts, but also WBHO had been decisive about Australia. They were exiting um, that market, and that seems to have fared well for them. And um, what have you um, picked up from this update from the company? I think it was quite a bullish update for the first time in a long time. Uh, finally, out of Australia, um, they didn't make it in Australia. As many companies and South African companies that have gone to Australia have really, really battled. So now really uh, South African company again. And I think on the construction side, you're starting to see construction start to pick up. Their order book increased. Um, they're profitable uh, locally uh, in South Africa. And if government infrastructure spend does start to come through, they're definitely going to benefit, benefit from it. So I think in the, for the first time in a very long time, Wilson Bailey are in quite a good position. Um, you don't. Their balance sheet is now cleaned up. They haven't got the uh, the hangover from from Australia, and I think that you know they're showing value for the first time in a long time. And I think you can start to nibble at some of our construction stocks. Mm. Uh, Veng also had interesting numbers. Marion Roberts theoretically is not a South African company anymore. Most of its earnings are now out of South Africa. Uh, but I think on Wilson Bailey's side, looking a little bit better. And if you think that the infrastructure spend is going to come through, it's something that you can look at for your portfolio. And let's also talk about, you know, the careful management of margins in the sector, Rob. You know, I think this is something that we've heard for a long time, that the problem with the sector is that the margins have to be very carefully managed. So, you know, um, WBHO and the order book that they're sitting with, is this going to be the dynamic that they have to contend with? Definitely. I think uh, obviously in South Africa, you've still got the, the construction mafia that is, mm. uh, you know, putting dampeners on uh, when you start a construction project and that automatically uh, minimizes your margins there. Uh, yes, it is very difficult in an inflationary environment, but 
On the inflationary side, uh, on a commodity side, commodities have come down quite a bit. Um, you started to see some inflationary pressure minimize. Uh, still starting to come through on the importing side as well. So I think on the inflation side, you can manage your costs a little bit better compared to the last few years. And I think that will help margins uh, going forward. So yes, you have to manage it very closely and you, your projects have to run smoothly. But if you can get that right, I think there is enough margin in it uh, to make money. And talking about construction projects here, Rob, they probably also have to, you know, uh, make provision for load shedding and downtime in that regard, um, you know, or do you, I'm not sure if can construction sites completely be off-grid, um, you know, especially the, uh, the, the, the projects of the magnitude that a company like WBHO would be participating in? So I think on big civil engineering works, a lot of it, you know, will be uh, graders on the roadside. It's graders. They're not really affected by electricity as such. Um, obviously, if you're putting up an office park and you have to put the electricity in and you need uh, uh, big electrical uh, uh, welders, et cetera, yes, then you're going to need electricity. But for some of the construction, uh, the pure building side of it, you don't need uh, power all the time. Uh, maybe in the finishing side you do, you know, when you need to, you know, finish the, the doors, et cetera, and you need drills that uh, need electricity. Yes, it's an impact. Uh, but some of the big civil work, uh, I think you can get away with without some electricity. But with all South African companies, load shedding is putting a, a dampener on all margins, and you have to manage it very carefully. Well, a company that seems to be benefiting from load shedding is Oceana. Um, you know, South Africans firstly seek out cheaper proteins, ones that don't rely on a fridge to be plugged in. Um, they stand to benefit as well there. So let's talk about this company. They've issued an update um, today. Uh, what are you seeing here, Rob? Well, it is interesting that demand for all of their products across the board was up. So fish meal and fish oil. Um, and you can see that people are now as... Uh, the soft commodities have also got a little bit more expensive, people coming back to fish meal for, for their feed. Uh, so you're starting to see some demand for fish meal again, which is really positive. And, uh, you know, mackerel as well as pilchards, all up. So demand for their products is up. I think that's very positive. Uh, people moving back to, to canned fish as uh, inflation bites in, in, in other staples. So that's very good for Oceana. They have to manage a, a weakening rand. Uh, on the diesel side, but on the sales side, a lot of their fish is exported in US dollars. So a good set of numbers from them. All three, all three of the divisions looking really strong. And also for the first time, they've sold their cold storage business. And for the first time, there's been no, no shenanigans that we can see in the mm -hmm. financials. They seem to have cleared up uh, what's been happening in the last few years. And a very interesting business. The listed fisheries themselves, uh, you see Sea Harvest as well, haven't uh, had a lot of investor focus on them. But slowly, uh, you know, the, it's a good cash business. And if Control Block can do well. So I think a good set of numbers from Oceana on their trading update. Well, Rob, it's always a pleasure catching up with you and getting your insights there. Enjoy your afternoon. That was Sassman Securities' Thanks. Robert Taum.